Ah. Oh. Yes. Nice. Nice. As I take a sip of my glass of wine. (laughs) You should have popped a glass of wine on. (laughs) Just smash it on the ground. Well, no, you you know that like plunk sound when you pull the cork out. Yeah, that that would have been ideal. Whatever, man. I I I guess we should we should address the elephant in the room right away. That's that there's no Hayden this week. We should. We've replaced him. Well, not no. We haven't replaced you, Hayden. We would never do that. But we've got Brian this week instead of Hayden. Yeah, bringing back Hayden our Kanye some, expert. Hayden had some obligations, so our Kanye expert's back for round two. <laughs> I, I was, I really wanted to find another episode of a podcast with Kanye on it, just to like <laughs> do like. I feel like myself and the listeners probably couldn't do another round of Kanye West explaining himself. God, it, it was After- a test on my mental well-being that I didn't think I needed or should yeah. have had. I just thought we were gonna keep talking about the the last episode because there's probably <laughs> still a bunch that we could unpack from that three hour uh, slog. Absolutely, I I, yeah. I will say Hayden's not here, but you have to commend his editing for the episode this week. It, did you guys listen to it already? Not yet. I I, I have not. Oh my god, I was like, I, th- that was another episode. I like looked at the clock. It was like. Oh my god, we just recorded for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And Hayden cut it down to like an hour 06 or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> oh my god, there was so much garbage. Like, And he just he just cleaned it right up. It was beautiful. That's impressive. That's uh, there's Nobody needed to listen to us talk about it for that long. But it was really interesting to talk about. It, and we probably could talk about it for multiple hours. Freaking Absolutely. Kanye. Every oh, hour of Kanye is two hours worth of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, time time is relative when when talking about Kanye. It feels fake. I feel like I'm in a fake world right now because I started drinking today at roughly two p.m., which was a mistake. Ooh. But I finished finals <laughs> this week, and I was kind of like, you know what, your boy's gonna is gonna drink booze for no reason. And one of my friends stopped by to help me uh, put my uh biking shoes together because the peloton recall all right this is this is a full circle tangent quest stuff okay so recall i'm getting a peloton right uh-huh. okay mm-hmm. they have a specific I've, I've told like 10 people that you're getting a peloton by the way i don't know why <laughs> but it keeps coming up i'm like oh I've yeah had, my friend's getting a peloton you know what's fucking crazy is i've had people text me who i barely know who they're like hey can i stop by and use the peloton sometime I'm like what the <laughs> fuck i haven't even got it yet whose number is this okay so there's a special type of foot like clip you have to do for shoes it's called a delta clip and you have okay. to attach it to biking shoes and then you can clip into the peloton so i got my biking shoes i got my delta clips but uh my our our beautiful devoted listener tessa she stopped by and helped me put them on her or put them on my shoes so she stopped by and she told me a while ago she's like i've never done a jaeger bomb before i was like convenient for you i have jaeger <laughs> and red bull now so guess what we're doing <laughs> And so we did uh, Jaeger bombs at like 2 p.m. And nice. I was like, it was one of those situations where if you stop drinking, you're more fucked than if you just keep going. Yeah, especially with Red Bull involved. Oh you yeah, just gotta go. That's fair. The the question of uh, whether or not you've ever done a Jaeger bomb often just come up in casual conversation with you. <laughs> you know, I forgot how it came up, but yes, apparently it does. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I it, the first time we talked about it, I was like, I don't know. I think I was discussing like how degenerate. I was at bars from 21 to 24, roughly. And I was like, oh, yeah, just, like, top every drink with a Jaeger bomb. And she was like, oh, what? And I was like, uh, I mean, uh, uh, excuse me? And so she didn't when know what a Jaeger bomb was? Yeah, well, I think she knew what it was. She had never taken oh, okay. one, though. All right. 
And a special shout out to Tessa. She was the one who recommended the podcast for this week. Song Explorer. Oh, wow. Exploder. I thought it was Explorer. It's Exploder. It'd be a much more boring name if it was just yeah. Song <laughs> Explorer. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I have dyslexia, so apparently I read it wrong. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, what was I getting? Oh, I'm drunk. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so did you take Jaeger bombs and then ride your Peloton? Because that'd be real. I feel like that's high class. Oh, no. what? It gets here on Monday, so yeah, we're just getting prepped. She was helping me be ready for when it arrives, so I can just <laughs> start cycling away. Oh man, impending spiritual Peloton experience. Yes, I assume <laughs> it'll be identical to taking peyote or DMT at the same time. <laughs> it feels almost like a little culty at this point. Like it's it not, is. Uh, it's not CrossFit level of cult yet, but it's it's approaching. Do you think you're gonna fall into the cult life? Absolutely. You know, when nice. people, I, I, I thrive in, in groups of people who fall under a single, like, notion or activity. And then I just become an, a massive elitist about it, you know? Oh, oh, you went for a run? Oh, yeah, I was on my Peloton this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I pedaled, like, 30 miles in that shit. I went, like, 35 miles. I, I Yeah, I was pedaling with Alicia. Alicia's my fucking girl. She just <laughs> slams it. Her classes are wild. People on Peloton talk about their fucking, the, the fucking instructors on Peloton like they're their friends. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, like, the yeah, I was with the Kaylee this morning, and I was like, oh, who's Kaylee? Is she your friend? It's like, no, it's just a Peloton instructor. I'm like, what? Why the fuck are you, like... Okay. Is, is there a lot of personality? Yes, apparently. Into, into cycling directions? I'm surprised it's not a sitcom or drama show at this point. Oh, man. You One know? day. Where they, like, have relationship dramas while they're pedaling. Like, they're, like, huffing up. Like, yeah, so, Steven, I broke up last night. Okay, we're going uphill. Up the fucking, <laughs> up the resistance. <laughs> up the resistance. Could you imagine if they had mics and you could just have conversations with everybody in the room? I, I dude, I'm playing the camera thing. Usage. Yeah, that's the next. They feature. do have live classes though, where you can compete with people in the classes and see who has like the most outage, and, uh, like output and stuff. I think oh, that shit. would actually kill me because if I was like not in top you can't three, I would the competition. Yeah, I would have a panic attack, and I'd be like, "Where the fuck do these people live? Huh? Are they cheating? Are they hacking their pelotons?" Oh man, people would totally hack it. Like if there were rewards hilarious. involved and you hacked your Peloton, oh, it's yeah. pedaling at like inhuman speeds. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that hard. You just hook up some motorized device to the pedals, and you know, just hook yeah. up a fan to it, <laughs> just spin the piss out of it. Yeah. You bike like a hundred times farther than everybody else in your class. <laughs> the, te- the, pr- the teacher's like, I don't even know how that's possible. Like you, you bike <laughs> four times farther than we've even everyone in the class combined. Like, this is just wild. <laughs> I'll report back. I do have right. a uh, like an Instagram skit sketch like planned out in my head, and since this is coming out after I'll get my Peloton, I'll tell you guys about it. So I'm mean, like, the Peloton people are gonna be here Monday. They're gonna build my Peloton, and then I'm gonna force my poor roommate to record me being like, "Hey guys, <laughs> oh, just got my Peloton. Yo, just like wanted to let you all know, I got a Peloton now, and I'm sure you have a lot of questions for me. One being like, you know." Does this make me better than you? Absolutely, it does. You stupid peasants, look at this thing. It's a Peloton. And I just going on like that and flexing on everyone on Instagram until I can't anymore. You can, Dude, you you can, can use that to start your YouTube unboxing expensive things channel. Oh, yeah. I, that's I, pretty popular. I would love to do a, uh, a YouTube channel called uh, Ex- Extravagant Purchase Corner where my entire life is just buying expensive shit and being like, look at this fucker. <laughs> Make back like 1% of the cost of the product from your ad <laughs> revenue. 
Oh man. I I like this I, idea, Andrew. I think you could be the bro science life of Peloton biking. You just you need to get like a biking onesie and I don't know. You, you really need jersey? to get the <laughs> No, 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 no. The onesie. You know the onesies? They have onesies? The cyclist onesies? Yeah, dude. Really? They have like suspenders on them. They're pretty legit. What is the purpose of a, a indoor onesie though? Speed. Well, speed. Yeah, speed. <laughs> Aerodynamics. <laughs> I, I mean, just your, your legs are still moving. I'm just gonna assume I'm gonna be shirtless and sweaty for that's fair. Like most part, like I feel like how I will look on a Peloton. I don't know if you guys are friends with anyone with Pelotons on uh, Instagram, but you know no. when they're riding their fucking Peloton because they're posting like pictures of themselves like sweaty and stuff. <laughs> like yo, just ride my Peloton, <laughs> sweaty as fuck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You have friends that do that? Yeah, of course. I'm going to really? do it too, you fucking kid. To I'm going to do it too. Oh, yeah, God. fuck yeah. I'm going to have my shirtless, flubby body being like, working on this bod. <laughs> Hashtag summer ready. Post-COVID summer ready. I hope it like actually just really changes your life and you become like this health freak and like oh, you're no all way, about dude. the Peloton life. Oh. <laughs> dude, I like oh. carbs way too much to be a health freak. Dude, this carbs are part of about. biking. You just have to bike more. Yeah. You just wake up at 6 a.m., start biking, you know, stop around noon to have lunch, <laughs> get back on afterwards, just keep going. Just bike as many carbs as you want. Yeah, bike until you literally cannot physically stand up anymore. That sounds great. I Have you guys ever ha- done before and after phys- like physical pictures of yourself? Because like there's like a moment where you're like, I'm going to fucking start crushing it right now. I did a, uh, I did a before and then like a one week after and then did not continue that trend that was, my, <laughs> that was my experience with that jeff i feel like you've looked the same since i've known you so it's probably fair i've had like before and after a race where you look happy and then you look dead inside that was fun. <laughs> that's but, pretty good though yeah yeah uh my roommate was encouraging me to uh like do before and after owning a peloton for like oh, six months shit. or some shit i was like oh, dude i'm gonna be so pissed off at myself <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the before picture and look at the after picture and be like they're the same and be really <laughs> pissed it's like that office meme the, they're the same picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> when, yeah that's oh that's a good reference the office is a good show i stopped watching mm. it because i've watched it like nine thousand times i'm just like the jokes just aren't landing anymore i feel like you got to give yourself a break and then go back do you know the only know. show that just like stays consistent no matter what season it is no matter what episode it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That show is 100% consistent. Fuck Every yeah, season it is, of it, Jeff. it's so fucking good. Oh, I'm, fuck I'm yeah. rewatching it's not it right on Netflix now. Anymore. I didn't finish, uh, but I took it off Netflix. It's on it's Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. Ugh. Dude, it's Ugh, so fucking I gotta pay money to still watch ads, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you can, it's literally three extra dollars to have no ads. Really? Okay. Yes. I got the, I did, I did just recently pick up the uh, ESPN Disney Plus Hulu combo. Oh, boy. Kind of, unexpected to combo together but <laughs> how much is that per month it's like 13 a month for all three of them i think yeah. i pay 13 dollars a month for just hulu what the yeah. fuck yeah how do you where do these deals come from <laughs> this is what's so fucking confusing about streaming services they just offer deals to random demographics at random times you're like oh i want that They're like eat a dick you don't live in the specific northwest region and you don't <laughs> live in the demographic of 25 to 35 and therefore you don't get this package it's like what the fuck i want i want to watch the mandalorian but i don't want to pay for it I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Disney's the best so at it too. 
Oh, God, and the they're just cashing in on Star Wars. They're gonna have like two different spinoffs for Star Wars. Did you see the, news, saw, the new show? Oh. That no, they're, they're having releasing? like five or six new shows. Oh my God, I've I only love seen Star Wars, man. But I, I feel like they're trying. They're like literally like oh, beating Star Wars to fucking death. Yeah, they're bleeding it until yeah. there's so nothing. They left. have it like so hung up in a meat locker and they're just bleeding it dry. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually disagree. Uh, oh shit! Re- reason being. That uh, so I'm I'm a massive Star Wars fan and most and I I realize this when I talk to other people who are like okay yeah Star Wars is cool but I don't like get why it's like the best thing ever uh, but I like did a lot of like expanded universe reading and stuff there's like mm. so many book series and whatnot and that really is where some of the best Star Wars stuff comes from so, so you want to see that come to life and that makes sense yeah, to which me. is basically just a live yeah. just doing live action versions of like you know random. Probably in hindsight, not the best written books, but <laughs> I guess uh, you know, high school may love them. I guess if if they're executed well, it's hard to argue that they shouldn't do them. Uh, it just you know, I don't know. There's something so pure and beautiful about the original series that I feel like it's getting. You know, when Disney owns anything, I feel like it's being exploited. Do you guys? Did you guys see the South Park episode about Indiana Jones? <laughs> no. no. Oh uh, well, they, it's a whole episode about how South Park or how Disney raped Indiana Jones, oh, no. like, and so I, I just worry that's exactly what's going to happen to Star Wars. Star Wars has such a fond place in my heart that I never want to see it happen. I'm sure a lot of people about there will be like, but didn't last episode you say that you never finished the last three episodes or whatever, or the most recent three? I'm like, yeah, that's correct because I'm a purist and I, I'm scared of change. <laughs> As as you said, you you do well in uh, in groups where people have one idea and, and stick to it and believe in something singularly. Yeah, <laughs> purist baby, that's where I live and die. Star Wars the, purism. Although I've heard the Mandalorian is really fucking fun, and I should it watch is. it. I'm a big fan. Uh, anyway, so Star Wars is great, but anytime there's a new spinoff, I just see like a vampire Mickey Mouse sucking the blood out of George Lucas. Like, <laughs> oh yes, George, give me some more of those spinoffs, bitch. It's it's yeah, it's questionable. Or oh, give me some more of those spinoffs, George. That's what it probably sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that's more accurate for sure. Well, Andrew, I don't. I feel like you don't have your usual like hijink story or like craziness. Dude, I was doing well. I just got done with finals week, so I was That's I was kind of like bunkered down. I, I wasn't. Nothing was going on over here. It was just like, it was just presentations and studying and taking tests and getting fucked by one test in particular. And I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but I did not deserve a B plus in the class. I got B plus in. That's neither here nor there. Call him out, Andrew. Call him out. Well, He'll change his mind if he hears this. Give me no, a reasoning. No, see, like, I really liked my digital marketing now. professor, but she didn't like me. And oh. you remember this conversation we've had, Brian? You don't listen to the podcast, so you, didn't, you weren't here for it. Um, but I said, like, there are some people who just, like, are attracted to me as a human. Not, like, just, like, to bang, but, like, at, like they're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, my type of person. I want to interact with them. I like when they speak. You know, I'm polarizing. There's a group of people who, when I say things and interact with them, they're like, if if this continues, I will jump out a window. Like, I will find the fastest exit away from this person. And my professor was one of those people. Like, I, so, you know, I'm not a complete degenerate like I am on this podcast in class. Like, I, you know, this is entertainment. People, like, I don't act like this all the time. Well, kind of, it's, I don't want to get into that. But I will, like, say really interesting and intelligent things to try to add to the conversation in that class. And sometimes my professor would be like, mm-hmm, okay, so who else has a thought? And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> and then, like, 
I'm not trying to shit on anyone in my class, but someone else would like ask, like, say something that was just like so surface level bullshit nonsense. Like, yeah, Emily, I noticed how you said uh, that uh, digital marketing is a form of marketing. And I think that's really interesting that marketing is in a digital form as well. And she'd be like, you know, <laughs> that's a really robust statement. I really like how you broke down digital and marketing and changed the places in the sentence that you put them in. That's interesting. 10 points to you. Oh, Andrew, did you just blink during my lecture? Fuck you, bitch. Minus 10 points. Little bitch-ass bitch. Did she call you out for stuff during the class? No, like, but she would no, just like, okay, okay you want to hear the one time I got like the, oh, fuck, from her? Oh, so yeah. So I was, uh, we were, <laughs> we had breakout rooms on Zoom, and as everyone knows, breakout rooms are nothing but exploits and good times. And we had to come up with a marketing campaign for this company that kind of has like, you know, they're kind of like risque, silly clothing. Like they do like the super obnoxious, like party Christmas suits. Like they do like really seasonal party gag type clothing. And okay. they had this underwear. And, and so she was like, okay, come up with an email campaign uh, for like this company during the holiday season. And so we came up with, and we ripped this right off their website. So we didn't come up with it at all. But we came up with the, the catchphrase for our subject line, deck the balls, because it's for, it's for underwear. And they're like yeah. kind of like that risque, silly people. So we're like, this is perfect. We'll make it our subject line. They're using it on their website. It's already on brand. We'll use it for our subject line. And so I was the person who had to talk about our idea in when we got back from the breakout rooms. So I was like, yeah. So you know, we came up with this. And. Uh, we think it kind of is like super on brand and they're using it on the website. So it's like double blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I like, I really like it. I, you know, that's a subject line that would make me blush, but uh, it works. And she's like, I won't even say it. And I was like, oh, do you like, I wasn't thinking, I was like, oh, do you want me to say it? I can say it for you. And she was like, no, 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 no. I was like, deck the balls. Like, <laughs> and so, and then she just like did the, like this, the classic, like hand and like hand and face, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. She literally facepalmed you. Yes, literally facepalmed on fucking Zoom. And she went, oh, okay. Like, that was exactly <laughs> how she said it. And I was like, I'm sorry. A bunch of fucking 20-something. Like, oh, the average age of our cohort is 29 years old. I'm sorry. A bunch of 29-year-olds can't handle the term deck the balls. Like, dude, well, it's also, on the did, fucking website that you had she, us go look at. Did she pick the company? Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, dude, you can't get pissed at me about this. Like, you're like, look at me like I'm some sort of asshole for saying deck the balls. I didn't say wrap your testicles up in some fucking sexy ass <laughs> underwear, you stupid sluts. If I would have said that, okay, response reasonable. But I, I just I, said what was on the website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, right there. And, uh, I, I don't know. So she didn't like me. That's all I'm getting at. I, you know, and, I, and I'm sure some people in my class will have a different opinion. They're like, no, she liked you. You just were like yourself. And I was like, well, okay. Inherently, that means she didn't like me. <laughs> You're just um, yourself. Well, I, I don't know. I like keep it light and keep it real. That's how I describe it. I'm not going to be like overly professional for bullshit like that. Because like I, I'm, an, I'm an anti-professionalism person. I think professionalism is a way to keep working class people down. It's like this art, like altruistic fake uh, qualifier for white people to be in a better position than anyone else. I don't want to get into that either, but I like, don't, I keep myself as human as possible in these MBA classes. And I don't think she liked that very much. So, uh, anyway, I got to be plus in that class because of, uh, my participation grade. Oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. 89%. You can't bump that bitch up 1%. 
Ah. Luckily, it doesn't matter at all, right? No, not at all. I mean, literally, it's, it's just your pride. I haven't at had a single company hurts. ask about my grades since I've been in the NBA. So yeah. Fair. Well, you heard Elon Musk said that we're living in a two NBA heavy world. Did you hear about this? No, I'd love to hear more though. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to talk about it until you hear about it. But <laughs> oh, look, if you be my source. What's what, what do you say? Uh, I think I can sum it up as Elon Musk said that the problem with the like the world is that it's run by too many MBA business majors that like don't think outside the box enough. I think I'm summing that up. Okay, I take back my my agreement with the statement. <laughs> he, he decries the MBAization of America. MBAization of America. Okay, Tesla chief executive blames business schools for lack of innovation. I, th- I think there's some other there's some other issues. Yeah, I think he's mad that somebody who has an MBA at the SEC said that he's not allowed to be a CEO of a company anymore. Is pressing for that, <laughs> and so he, like was looking at his LinkedIn profile. I was like, what's this asshole's fucking problem? Oh, he's an MBA. Fuck MBAs. <laughs> I should be able to run a company even though I defraud investors regularly. That should be my rights. I should be able to release fake news and, and, and defraud investors regularly and say that my stock isn't worth what it's worth and make rapid changes to our pricing based on my statements. That should be my freedom. It's, it's, <laughs> he's such a fucking dumbass. Jesus Christ. Imagine saying having more educated people in the business world is a bad thing. That's literally what he just said. He's like, I'm trying to take advantage of people and I can't if they're smart. It's really hard. I don't get it. This gives a lot more context to your ranking of Elon Musk in uh, (laughs) presidential candidates last week. (laughs) My eyes are open. So that's good to know. Just another reason for me to dislike Elon Musk. In case you didn't eat anymore. Yeah, I think I was already way there. Uh, there's probably well, a bunch of our listenership who are just like anytime like they hear the word Elon Musk like skip 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 skip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This is this is very uh, not long rant, which which maybe is for the better. We we we've said all the. It's like I'm a billionaire of the people. <laughs> I love being a billionaire, but only because I can help everyone. It's like no, you're not. You stupid bitch. Donate some money. Oh, you're not going to because you earn that money. And you don't deserve and you deserve not to donate. Okay, whatever, dude. Not my problem. <laughs> Sick man. Yeah. All right. How's Grimes doing? Good? Yeah. Fuck you and your stupid alien named baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I never followed up on that. Like, was he actually legally allowed to name his child that? Yes! You can name your kid whatever the fuck you, you can't, want. You can't type that on a keyboard, though. Oh, like, yeah, if I'm at the social like, security. Alt control A or something like that. <laughs> Alt I, I don't, control A. Uh, they probably still use, like, typewriters at whatever government agency records those records, though. I don't know yeah. if they had that key there. I don't think they have those symbols in there. <laughs> They just spelled it out like the I, weird I, AE symbol. Yeah, <laughs> they just I make up a new name. They were able to pull it off. Dude, are you serious? Yes, money does weird shit. Yeah. Like, I know that it's not standardized, but like, is it? I'm just thinking like a programmer. Is it legal to have like numbers in your name? Like, could my I, name be Jeff I, but with a three be. instead of an E in it? Well, the thing is, you know what the problem? You know what the laws were saying about naming? They're like, no assholes would put stupid symbols in numbers in their kid's name. Like, who the hell would do that? Like no Elon one would do Musk. that, and then and then run come along Elon Musk, and now suddenly the fucking birth certificate people are getting like all these requests for, yeah, this person's name is Leet Sniper Four Twenty XXX. That's their first name. Yeah, what's their last name? Uh, it says, "Fuck my mom." What the shit? Is this a- <laughs> just a call of duty chat room yeah person. yeah exactly there's definitely some assholes who are naming their kids after their gamer tags 
Do you hear? Do you guys ever see the naming trend after ESPN became really big? The name Espen became one no. of like like the tenth most popular name in America for a few years. <laughs> That's actually I kind of like that name to be totally honest it's, with it's, you. It's like Aspen except yeah. shitty. Yeah, yeah, just a little <laughs> shitty here. Is it just spelled ESPN? Oh, oh god, wow. that yes. sucks. That's that sucks. I think I, I think always, some people I, threw an e in the en, so it's like. Espen. I would hope so. Yeah. I, I always feel bad for those kids. Like, like yeah. I think we talked about last time, like about the like the people that named their kids Khaleesi before Game of Thrones ended, and and just I mean, yeah. Well, you're a ten year old, and you have your ESPN is your name in in 2020. That's got to be a weird school experience. All the kids running around, be like, yeah, if someone told me Elon Musk was a sociopath, just like a highly technical sociopath, I think I could buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You could probably say that say that for a lot of people that are kind of at that level. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Kanye West, possible sociopath. sociopath. Uh, <laughs> I would say pretty high up there. I mean, he, has, he already has like multiple personality disorder or whatever, That's right? True. Or bipolarism? I forgot. He's, Do you he's guess bipolar. What? Nonetheless, it, it kind of it fucks with your brain. This the, might be too deep of a subject to dive into for a podcast, but yeah, probably. I, well, no, I, I, this, this is something even deeper. We can just like pull oh, up right away oh, yeah, if you yeah. want. <laughs> we All right, we so need like, to go deeper. <laughs> so Elon Musk, not Elon Musk, Kanye West was like diagnosed with bipolarism, right? Yeah, and like, yes. there's this argument where a lot of the artists that we've had in the past and whatnot have had all of these like probably mental disorders that we have medication for. But if you give them the medication, they like lose the artistic drive that they have. And I, I don't know. I'm curious, like, if we gave Kanye a bunch of medication and it made him not bipolar, but then it made him a really shitty rapper, like, is that, I don't know. It's such a he, strange He thought. claims that that's what happened. He, he yeah. did, uh, he did uh, uh, what's his face? David Letterman. David Letterman's Netflix show, the My Guest Needs No Introduction. I think he was the first guest on that show. And they talked about that. And he said that the, the uh, as far as he was concerned, the meds made him not creative. So he doesn't want to take him anymore and also they made him fat that was like another and he talked i think he talked about that yeah he said that yeah, he, did. he was like that. i was gaining weight and i hated it like, all right fair enough man <laughs> he never talked about the benefits of the bipolar medication yeah, but yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. Like, probably not being as I, bipolar I've heard that that's but... kind of like a like a like a myth to a degree like it's it dissuades people from getting medication when they when they really should i mean you know i'm sure it's possible, yeah but. you know i think there is like a misconception that like oh it changes who you are well correct because who you were before was suffering from you know bipolar disorder and it's it's really is crippling and the world you see when you're on the medication is probably very i mean i can't say i don't have firsthand experience but it probably is incredibly different and startlingly maybe dull because of how I don't know, like how yeah. effective these mental disorders are on your perception and views of your world and life. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's how they feel, but they still have the creative juices in them, but it's just harder to maybe grab at or, or, or grasp. And then like, I don't know, I'm not as creative as some of these people. So it's like hard for me to say, but it, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I've heard like one of my friends, she told me her uncle was, uh, had a uh, schizophrenia. And when he started oh, taking his medication, he just didn't do like any of the stuff he did before. Like, just had no interest in it. Um, huh. But also, when he stopped taking it, he killed himself. Right when he when schizophrenia came back, he ended up killing himself. So it's like, yeah. okay, there's a wow. huge plus to taking your medication. It's preventing these awful, you know, mental disorders from ruining, literally ruining your life and others around you. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's different, but you can get used to it. But that's why, like, a lot of this 
these drugs don't just come by themselves. They come with therapy and support and lots of other aspects. I don't know. I would say that he doesn't come off as a therapy guy, a Kanye West. No. Yeah. I imagine the therapy session would probably be similar to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> he, would just, he would just talk the entire time and the therapist couldn't get a word in edgewise. Yeah, you need like six hours of therapy <laughs> just to like have like a little bit of back and forth. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I went to therapy uh, uh, for like a, a good chunk last year and my therapist told me that I have ADD. Or I guess everything now is technically classified as ADHD. Um, and she did say that though. She said that uh, like she suggested that like maybe I don't like want to take medication because it like would affect my personality uh, like you know negatively or, or perceived as negatively and I don't have yeah. like you know anything crazy serious I'm, I'm not taking medication for it or anything like that but uh, I, I mean it definitely like even the thought of it did at the time sort of like because that that thought was definitely in the back of my mind at the time like having that conversation it's kind of scary yeah thinking that you just like take a pill and your like personality can change in a way that you probably yeah. don't detect yeah. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's a weight. It's also also the thing is you're not it's not like you're required to ever continue taking these pills, right? Um Yeah. Like I mean yeah, I was not. on like antidepressants forever and, and one day I was just like I'm going to stop taking these cuz they're not working and they're making me feel shittier and I felt better after I stopped taking them. But like you know, the argument is but there's a lot of different ways to treat these things and you can't just stop taking them without looking into different options and that's what my therapist told me they're like, "Oh, you stopped taking your antidepressants." So I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, do you want to try a different one? I was like, no. <laughs> they were like, did you Why? did you feel like you were better, or did you just feel like you um, were worse? I had them? it was a big change in my life, so I was moving away from something awful, which was like my old job and like my old lifestyle, and moving into like grad school and moving on and taking the next step and doing something new. And so I was kind of yeah. like, well, I kind of just want to be off these anyway because they made like they physically made my head hurt when I would take them. So oh shit, yeah. So it was like okay, like I don't. I don't like having my brain hurt. <laughs> it was super weird. But anyway, yeah, mental, nothing's black and white. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's why I think the mistake is made. It's like, you're like, oh, I can either take these or not take these or blah, blah, blah. There's so much in between. And if you do need mental help, what's the word I'm looking for? Therapy or you need to talk to someone or something, please fucking do. If we're going to keep yeah. this in, let's make it very clear. <laughs> if you're suffering from anything, it's yes. always better to talk to someone about it. No one will ever dismiss you for having issues like that. It's way better to go get therapy or to go get some simple medication to help you make it through these harder times, especially when we're all stuck inside and, you know, life isn't nearly as sick as it used to be. Yeah. I'm currently doing the hang loose sign for all you out there who are seeking <laughs> mental health. I've talked to so many people who are just like, yeah, I went to therapy like a couple times and my life is so much better now it's yeah it's it seems like a i don't know it's almost like a no-brainer now it's like oh yeah if you're yeah, feeling so yeah. just go to therapy I think literally every adult could benefit from talking to a therapist every once in a yeah. while that's what it seems like i mean it's yeah. not different from like going to get like a doctor's checkup or a dentist appointment or something like that you know? yeah it's just a yeah. brain it's, checkup it, should, it shouldn't be it isn't and it's also probably covered in your insurance if you have insurance so and i also think go. it's valuable to just talk about it even with your friends just be like hey i'm having a hard time and then your friends will probably be like, oh, shit, let's talk about it. And that's just even better than just having it bottled up inside because that's not where you want it. Yeah, it's much better just to bring it out into the open. Ch chances are they have something that they would also want to talk about. So. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. What a serious conversation about Elon yeah, Musk to Kanye West we just had. Yeah, this is, this is quite the dive. <laughs> well, should we, so, should we quickly pull up? And, yeah, let's um, get back to uh, Song Explorer. Oh, yeah, yeah Song Explorer. <laughs> well, first, what do you, what have you guys been listening to this week? What you you got anything new in there, Brian? 
Did you find anything uh, new after uh, getting I, all the motivation from our podcast? I didn't say this uh, last time. I've, I've been listening. I've, this is something I have listened to in the past for a while, but uh, uh, I've been listening to uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, no. Uh, Hayden loves is, that podcast. I know he yeah, does. He does. That's, that's yeah. what made me think of it. Uh, He's going to make us listen to it someday. Yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> I uh, I remember I had to I had to drive to pick up somebody from an airport. Uh, this was a couple years ago. Um, at like uh, leaving at midnight, like flight got changed, had to had to drive like a total of six hours, uh, and so I listened to the almost that like one episode of you know one of his podcasts, and uh, yeah, really really good. If if you Is like, it's each like three hours long, right? Uh, like five hours, I think, for oh, some. It depends. He he has like a bunch of different. I actually just finished listening to. He he had a series on uh, what he what he terms the Celtic Holocaust, all about uh, ancient ancient Rome and uh, kind of how they how they retroactively portrayed uh, basically conducting genocide on the peoples of uh, uh, Europe as like fighting against barbarians. So it was pretty interesting. Sweet damn. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. It's definitely not whenever like you term listening. anything a holocaust that's yeah. not the holocaust. That's uh, so yeah. That's my that's my lighthearted fare. So that that and RuneScape. <laughs> still watching RuneScape uh, YouTube videos. Oh, thank fuck. It's <laughs> the mix. It Never up. stop watching those bad boys. How many views do those videos get, by the way? I mean, like some of the millions. Shit, get the fuck out of here. To be, I mean, to be fair, though, uh, if you just look at, like, the front page of YouTube, it's all, like, those people that, like, you know, like, blog their kids and stuff like that. It's, it's, you, YouTube, just because something has millions of views does not, uh, I don't think it means it should be held up on a pedestal. Good point. That's all. fair. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? Uh, well, it was, like I was bitching about earlier, it was finals week, and, uh, so I didn't get a lot of listening in. It was mostly, like study music which was just like background noise essentially you know at, yeah. at one point i just had i have this air purifier i was i just had that on full blast it's just like white noise the most be- i should record like 24 hours of this air purifier and put it on youtube <laughs> you'll you guys- probably get a couple million views yeah did yeah. you guys see the the uh there's someone, i don't know if it was real or fake but one of someone's most played song of 2020 on their spotify was uh like air conditioner on repeat 24 hour mix <laughs> nice oh, that's good which I found very amusing, uh, and then, and then I uh, the new season of Big Mouth came out. Do you guys watch Big Mouth? Yeah, I've I saw the first season. It was okay. funny. Not, right. not not because I didn't like it, just because I haven't watched it anymore. I'm not a, I'm not generally like a big TV uh, TV series guy. Fair enough. I have, okay. I have trouble I'm, with really cringy Wars. shows, and that is a oh, really cringy. cringy show. That was yeah. uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like I like shit that makes me uncomfortable like that because it makes me laugh when I cringe. Um, it's probably because I was a really weird kid growing up, so I was like constantly cringing at myself and constantly <laughs> cringing at things that happened to me like 18 years ago. I'm like, oh, why did six-year-old me uh, say that? Oh, God. it's Anyway, I love cringy television. I love shit that makes me laugh. And I think puberty is a hilarious thing to make fun of and watch from an animated perspective, and it's a good show. Would recommend. Um, it's not for everyone. That's for sure. Definitely shown it to a few people, and they're like, please turn this fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> It's polarizing. It's polarizing. Yeah. Much like myself. It's a polarizing <laughs> Much show. Like Jeff, take us away. What have you been listening oh, to? Oh, man. So you, uh, you, I think, either reintroduced me or introduced me to Bro of Science Life. Yes. And, uh, oh, man. I've just been getting such a kick out of those videos. They're so funny. God, they're fucking funny. Have, have you watched his old Don Mazzetti stuff? It's I have only funny. seen one of them. 
Uh, yeah, no, I haven't like, seen much of it. Oh, it's so good. It's it's uh, it's this uh, guy that's pretending to be well. He is a broy lifter, but then he's extra putting on the bro to do these videos. And oh man, they're yeah, uh, they're bro really science. Good. Bro science is uh, an incredible YouTube channel. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's very funny. This is the he thing. He's very it's funny. Like, drenched in an ounce of sarcasm per word, it's hilarious. I my favorite thing is people who think he's serious. Oh that's yeah. uh when you find those people in the comment sections it's just like here we fucking go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to read the replies to this. And yeah, it's, it's... almost like the part that always makes me laugh is at the end he does these little pitches for like his merch sale. Like he's always got these like funny shirts with some like really broy slang on them and stuff. And the shit that he comes up with to like sell his merch is always funny. And it always makes me laugh like almost harder than the rest of his videos does. So yeah, that's uh that's been pretty solid. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been listening to a lot of Legendarium, and uh, I can't get off Harmontown, so lots of Harmontown. Classic. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm almost disappointed in myself at this point. When's Jeff's new episode of his podcast come out? Oh, he's uh, he's been releasing a couple this week. He's got a couple of holiday things. His thing now is to uh, play the ukulele and just play Christmas songs, put it in a video. <laughs> <laughs> he, Jeff Davis is like a 6'4 male, and he's got this tiny-ass ukulele that he's like holding up to his chin. It's great. <laughs> it's really great. That's right. If you haven't contributed to the Jeff B. Davis uh, Patreon now so that he can write a book like... Go do it because I want to read Jeff Davis's book. Nobody else. Cares. We all want to read Jeff Davis's book, Jeff. It it should be a, a bestseller for sure. I I assume he's he's interacted with some very interesting humans. Yeah. Throughout his career, it's yeah. It's also it's a good time. if you Google uh, Jeff Davis Southern, you come up with very different results than <laughs> yeah. uh, the podcast. He <laughs> has all these stories about yeah. Jeff he Davis likes. is also a KKK guy. <laughs> yeah. He has these yeah. stories about going to the South and, like, getting in cabs. And uh, they're, they, like, look at his name and they're like, oh, you're Jeff Davis? And they, like, don't charge him anything. They just, like, let him go on his oh. way. He's like, no, I'm not that Jeff Davis. They're like, either way, on your way, sir. <laughs> fucking great. Oh, this this reminds me. Uh, com- complete tangent. Uh, but uh, we, we have uh, work calls every Friday where we talk about, uh, like, social issues and stuff. Um, found out that the state of Virginia from 1983 uh, to 2000 had a, uh, well, before 1983, they had a Stonewall Jackson and Robert E. Lee, like, state holiday where everybody got off. And in 1983, they voted to merge it with Martin Luther King Day to make it uh, Lee uh, Stonewall uh, King Day. Jesus, <laughs> that was the most ridiculous. <laughs> they did that in 1983, and they didn't get rid of it until 2000. And Jesus just this, Christ! And only just this year they got rid of because uh, they 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 didn't uh, get rid of the the Stonewall uh, Lee holiday. It, uh, they just made it its own separate holiday again after there was enough public outrage. Good fuck. <laughs> You know, I had a whole rant on how let's just get rid of the South, just goodbye, like gone, <laughs> see ya. I mean, it's just these things that just solidify that in my mind. That is so wildly out of control. It's like, like unbelievable. I'd like to see your listener demographics before and after that episode. For oh, I hope that. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're if if people from the South are listening to this, I'm sure they're just listening out of hate. Like, they have a hate boner, and they're just trying to find ways to make it larger. It's A hate boner. I mean, we I, there's nothing about this podcast that's built for the South. I hate to say it. Unless the Southern unless southern people really love podcasts, but I have a feeling they're like, Honey, how do I get this dial up here to start working on my Dell desktop? 
What do you mean it doesn't work on our new Wi-Fi? It's from 1996. Of course it has Wi-Fi built in. What? What's that, honey? I haven't paid the electric bill because I've been high on meth for six weeks? And you're not real? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Better go rob a fucking laundromat to get me some more of that sweet methamphetamines. This is why you need to DM Andrew because I feel like the characters you would come up with are, yes, yes. and the accents, the voices, oh, it'd be great. I do have a lot of voices. I remember one of the saddest moments I had with my ex-girlfriend was uh, I was trying to save our relationship and try fun things for us to do in COVID. And so I was like, let's read the second Harry Potter book together, but out loud. And let's and, and she was like, are you going to do the voices? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I'm going like, to do the voices. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm doing the voices. Hell yeah, I'm doing the voices. I thought she was pumped on the voices. She was like, I don't want to do it. Oh, like, oh, no. That was that's, one of the moments I was like, this fucker's over. Yeah. <laughs> this fucker's done. I was like hashing that out with this girl. I was just like one of the, that's just a girl I know. And I was like, yeah, like I thought she's like, what the fuck? I would have done that in a heartbeat. That sounds fun as shit. I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy. That does sound fun. That would be fun. If anybody listening wants to wants to do a quick temperature test of their relationship, ask if uh, <laughs> ask if you want to do a, a live reading of the second Harry Potter book with voices but though. With, with voices, voices. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with voices. So, so Brian, uh, for a while, Andrew was streaming Paper Mario, Origami okay. King, the new one for the Switch, and he would do a voice for each character, and almost all <laughs> of them were like high pitched. <laughs> I mean, that's immediately what I would expect. All yeah. the, all well, the, there are uh, so many girls, and I don't know how to do girls. And uh, I got the feedback. It was like, we'll make them more breathy, not high-pitched. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck what does, does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. Because, like, women talk like this, I guess. But I was like, <laughs> hey, there, Mario, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's fair. I definitely, yeah. whenever, uh, whenever I do voices for, for Dungeons & Dragons, I definitely just... I feel like I make too many male characters, not because I don't want to represent women in my world, but just because I don't want to have to do this voice. <laughs> That's, That's super fair. fair. I have yep. no qualms against doing women's voices. I just try my fucking best. It never goes right. Re- I mean, it never goes well. No one's ever been like, wow, that sounds like a fucking woman. They're always like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> Can we hear your Hermione voice? My Hermione voice? Do you have a Hermione voice? Like from reading? Oh, I, like, had, you, had you read the second... Had I read, I think my Hermione voice would be something that just like perpetually annoying. It'd be like a shitty British accent, like, (laughs) "Oh Harry, you're so stupid, and I'm Hermione, and I'm very smart, and I like stuff in magic. Oh, I'm Hermione Granger, and oh, and I'm played by Emma Stone. (laughs) I don't know. By the way, was it? It's not played by Emma Stone. Stone. Emma Emma Stone. Watson. Emily something. No, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. What's my bad? I don't know. I would, I, I would pay money to watch a, a, if they reshot Harry Potter, but just put Emma Stone like digitally. Oh, yeah. In, <laughs> instead of uh, Emma Wait, Emma Watson's hot as shit. I can't believe I forgot her name. I just came up with Emma's and just ran with it. I feel a little bad about deterring some of our listenership, but, you know. No, no, you should I got to be bad. true to myself, baby. And I'm sure there are some people out here, now that we're mentioning the second book of Harry Potter, they're like, wait a minute. Didn't you say you were going to start that with season two? Yes, but I haven't. So, And we probably won't. And we probably won't. I feel like we beat the shit out of that horse. I mean, just <laughs> to fucking death. <laughs> and if some of you are like, Andrew, I want those jokes again. I want to hear those Harry Potter jokes. Go listen to those episodes again. <laughs> they ha- they're still there. 
because it's just gonna be me being like, "Oh, I'm Harry Potter and I'm mad." It's the same voice as Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Have just any all British all the that. characters sound yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, all the kids sound the same. Oh, I'm Ron. I'm Ron Weasley, and I'm Ginger. And people make fun of me for being a Ginger. And my brothers are my friends, I guess. I don't understand. I forgot the plot line with the brothers, but anyway, um, I oh, I'm so mad because I'm nine years old or something, and it's really hard. That's yeah. That's that good. was the recap. I think Classic. I just nailed the second book, honestly. Yeah. You can just retitle <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that doesn't sell my Twitch stream, dude. <laughs> Fucking go watch me on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash your pal Andrew. I'm streaming uh, Cyberpunk right now. It's a good time. Great. Oh, man. It's, we're already an hour in. Should we, should we actually get back to the crux of what this podcast is about? So, yeah, this week we listened to Song Exploder. Uh, Song Exploder is a podcast where musicians take apart their songs and piece by piece tell the story of how they were made. Each episode features an artist discussing a song of theirs, breaking down the sounds and ideas that went into writing and recording. Hosted and produced by Harik... Eh, Her, oh, fucking goddammit. Harikish Her, Herway. Harish Kish Herway. I'm so I'd watch sorry. an hour of you just trying to pronounce... <laughs> have you seen his name? I'm so no. sorry. I, if we were more professional, and if I could copy paste this, it's it's a long should, complicated should we, name. Should we all should we all give, give yeah, it yeah. yeah. Should we all everybody give a give shot, a shot at saying his name? You know how bad you remember how I was making fun of the South when I can't pronounce something I put on my best Southern accent try. Harishikesh Hirway. Oh, Harishikesh Hirway. Harishikesh. Oh my gosh, you guys are right. I was forgetting an eye. Harikik. Harikik. Fucking damn it. Herway. Harishikesh Herway. I think that's right. Harishikesh Herway. Clip that. All right. There you go. You nailed it, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. Harishikesh Herway. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, we each picked an episode. So uh, I picked Semisonic uh, Closing Time. Brian picked Peter Bjorn and John, uh, the song Young Folks. And Andrew picked Action Bronson, the song The Chairman's Intent. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Should we just go through them one at a time? Yeah. Well, do we want to talk globally or do we want to talk globally after and just go through our episodes? Well, let's explain exactly what the podcast is, first of all. Yeah. All right. Why don't one of you uh, describe it? Go ahead, Andrew. You're the the, the stable host of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't sure if our guest just wanted to take take the lead. I I, I can. I can if you want. No, that's all right. All right. So basically, uh, they create – well, first of all, love how concise it is. But they take the – uh, they just interview the artists and the only voices you hear are from the artists and they just ask, okay, how the fuck did this song get made? And they ask really interesting questions. I'm sure there's a lot we get, we don't get. And I would love if they ex- released extended episodes that had like full interviews unedited. That'd be really cool. But anyway, really tight knit, uh, like 15 to 20 minute episodes where they just talk through like the key of how this song got made, what was happening in the artist's life. Like, what inspired it where did it start and how did it get here and then they play the full song and it's just amazing to like kind of hear it come to life through the progress of the podcast it's really a well-made podcast and it's one of the few podcasts where we really can't talk about the host at all because i don't really even remember what he sounds like he just kind of like says this episode we're doing this and that's it and then we just hear from the artist it's awesome i mean it's really clever way to kind of create a podcast where you can't be scrutinized for who you are (laughs) (laughs) yeah the opposite of of this podcast and all three i only listened to three episodes that we all chose um but they're all really fun 
I yeah. mean, I had never like closing time. I was like, it's just about fucking getting kicked out of a bar. Apparently not. This dude's like, I had to have a double meaning. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's about babies getting blasted out of the womb. I was like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's closing time for them, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely plan on uh, plan on listening to. There, there's a lot, and there's like so many famous artists that have been on this uh, on this podcast, and a lot of uh, a lot of theme composers for a lot of like like the Game of Thrones theme. I know Bob's I was on Burgers there. too. Shit, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I saw Stranger Things. Um, so I feel like there's there's probably a lot of interest because that stuff is like commercial, you know. So yeah. it's like a completely different angle, purely commercial. Uh, I. Uh... I'm so with you though. Like this is one of the podcasts. I was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to a lot more of this. First of all, they're so nice and crispy. Ooh, that that fifteen twenty. Yeah. Mm. yeah no, 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 no. I, I can eat I those up. I could imagine just like uh, listening to one and just like letting my Spotify run, and then like four hours later, it's like, oh, I know a lot about like <laughs> twenty, I know a 20 lot about songs yeah. that I half of which I've never heard before. I was but, so yeah. hoping they had a Kanye West song. I was gonna choose that <laughs> oh, so fast, shit. but they didn't. But I chose Action Bronson, which was a nice. Uh, um, which was a nice like substitute for Kanye West. But have you guys? Do you guys know Action Bronson at all? I've I'd heard the name. I have never, uh, I guess, consciously listened to any of his music before. I really like him. He's like the chubbiest Brooklynite rapper <laughs> of all time. I mean, he's like a human sphere, but he's hilarious. He has a show on Vice called Damn That's Del- or Shit That's Delicious. I forgot. If- oh fuck, that's delicious. God damn. <laughs> I couldn't come up with the swear word. It's called like Fuck the, the scale. It's one of yeah, the three. I was like, where are we at? Yeah. These, these are all sounding wrong. It's called Fuck That's Delicious. It's amazing. Uh, and him and like his friends just go and eat at ridiculous restaurants, and he's just stoned out of his fucking mind the whole time. Like they're like smoking blunts behind the restaurant before they go in. It's all on camera. It's amazing. And then they go and they're like, "What you got here?" And they're like, "Yeah, we serve. Uh, you know, it's just like gruel." And Action Bronson's like, fucking give me some of that shit. Holy fuck. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my God. He's just, like, eating gruel. He's like, this is the best shit I've ever had. Holy shit. Yo, try some of this shit. Yo, you, can we smoke blunts in here? Cool. And they're like, it's amazing. It's incredible. And they actually go to really nice restaurants. So I was just making a joke. But I don't think there's been an episode where Action Bronson's like, this isn't that good. Every episode's like, oh, my fucking God. This is the best food I've ever seen in my entire life. Holy shit. That's anyway, amazing. That sounds so, relatable. It is yeah. very relatable. Uh, Action Bronson is hilarious and also an, like, an actually a pretty amazing rapper, too. And I've never heard him put a song together. But my biggest takeaway from this whole episode was they're like, we're like, we're like, well, how do we start the song? He's like, I just started screaming, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it yeah was, listening uh, to the song and then hearing what he was going for totally different worlds like you know maybe yeah. you get used to what he's talking about after listening to his music more but me listening to action bronson i was like what the fuck is this guy talking about <laughs> <laughs> apparently i don't know him uh but yeah it was really cool hearing them break it down it was cool like especially how the guy who made the beat was breaking it down like how yeah. he talked about uh like how he kind of came up with samples and like how he's like yeah. we wanted it to be like a movie and i was just like oh yeah. You know, I just think like you just kind of you find a beat, you're like perfect, have fun. You know, there's so much more that goes into it. I guess that's what the coolest part about this podcast is. You're like, I didn't realize so much went into it. Like, yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah, I think it was just crazy how like the main beat is a Thai funk song. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, that they slowed how down did you a little even bit. Find that in the first place. They uh, definitely it's, googled it's... Thai funk. <laughs> <laughs> they just go through it song by song until they. I don't like, know. Find I a good feel one. like sometimes I forget how worldly professional musicians are. You know, they've traveled the world. They've heard a lot of crazy music. They've been to weird places and worked with local artists, and then like you know, just like I don't know, they're so ingrained in it. There's a chance that they just heard like all these crazy genres, and they're like, oh my god, like I know how I can make this song into a beat someday, and then come along action process like perfect let's do it you know yeah and i don't know it's it's again this is the weird part of this podcast is it's like it's kind of crazy as a non-musician who like just likes music to hear like okay how the fuck did you guys come up with this it's not something you just like you don't just like show up to it's not like showing up to the office be like all right i'm gonna bang out a song today and we're gonna be cool we're gonna release it you know it takes like this like it's this process and it's like it truly is like a creative process that i can't grasp because i have no strong musical backing other than singing to my cat in the kitchen <laughs> yeah i i think that was so interesting though uh i think it was really good that we that we listened to more than just one podcast because the the process for each artist was also so completely different and like so juxtaposed like it's a, like at least for action bronson's rapping it sounded like he basically just was like i just go in it's just like raw emotion raw feel like just kind of gets words out uh, uh, but then, you know, the, the other two were much more of, you know, like a long drawn out process and, uh, you know, but like less raw, you could argue. And I don't know, I thought, I thought that sort of seeing the, the contrast between the styles was also very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it seem like recording music is kind of a shit show. Like, especially <laughs> the Peter Bourne and John episode, they were talking about how they like, I don't know, it's, it was kind of depressing. They're like, yeah, our last album didn't go well. Like we'd kind of given up, but we're like, let's record one more. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like recorded part of it, and then like they had this woman in, and she sang it in different keys. So they had to re-record it, and they just like their acoustic setup wasn't really well, so they had to like take out instruments and shit. It sounded like I don't know, like a just a giant shit show. But then it was like a really good song, a really kitschy yeah. song. R- recording is a fucking shit show, though. It's so much harder than it sounds, especially if you can't afford like an incredibly high end studio to kind of run the show for you. It's yeah. a nightmare. I think that episode, the one with uh, the one for young folks, was maybe my favorite, just because how chill they were, and just how they were like, it, they it definitely was so much of like, we had no idea that we were ever going to be popular, and yeah. suddenly we were just really famous, well, just even, like yeah, being these said, guys like, from Stockholm. It was months after they had already done Conan O'Brien that he was actually like, like watching himself like air like months later. He was like, oh shit, like I'm like a famous professional musician now. Like that's yeah. kind of crazy. He was saying how he's like still paying money to rent guitars from people because he needed alternates and stuff. Like yeah. that was pretty cool. Uh, I I remember what I was gonna say. Um, uh, I think that uh, it also shows how crazy uh, music uh, like creation is in the digital age, in the sense of like how like they were just like, well, and we just you know pitched up the whole song in order to make it match your <laughs> voice. It's like. You know, I, I don't think yeah. like 80 years ago you could just easily like pitch up yeah, I don't even I, I don't even know how like songs were recorded I guess like and, and cut together and stuff back then but yeah it's just it's kind of wild yeah you could not do that for sure the digital age definitely helps with stuff like that and it wasn't it's... even like this really famous person they'd come singing with it was just like their buddy from the parties they go to <laughs> yeah they're like yeah I she like... could probably sing it <laughs> like another I like when they're like musician. well we couldn't use her we couldn't use her because we were like we're like, oh, everyone will expect that, and like, oh, we know her, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, but then we just ended up doing it. So, 
we we had no one else to go to is how i read that is yeah. like oh we tried to yeah. find another woman who could sing as that well and we could not who was in our price range so i was gonna i, so. I just like i just assumed that there was also a woman in the band and just didn't have her name i didn't even realize it wasn't somebody who was already in the band mostly because that was like the only song up until like pretty recently that i'd ever listened to by them probably probably true yeah. for a lot of people i think that's the only song i actually do know by them if i mean totally fair yeah I, i'm sure they definitely seem like a one-hit wonder i band, listened to but. the that album is actually pretty good the, the the whole writer's block album is actually pretty decent all right there you go would, would there you go and i think actually jeff's choice which was closing time uh was kind of the most like wild human story of all this like action bronson and uh oh my god i'm forgetting the name of that band peter bjorn and john yeah yeah that's hard for me to remember for some reason <laughs> like they like i don't know their story was more about like oh making music's kind of tricky and there's weird shit that happens they don't understand and then like with the with creating closing time it was just like this wild shit show of like human interaction and like trying to still be a musician while also being like a father to a premature baby i was just like what the fuck yeah yeah i feel like we we have to we have to explicitly lay this one out uh closing time is an extended metaphor for the whole process of birth which Which is just absurd because if you said that to someone who are they like oh man (laughs) i i love this song closing time you're like did you know this is a crazy metaphor for the birthing process they'd be like hey how about you uh get out of my party because you're just not welcome here like yeah like no one wants to fucking know that well i think it's even crazy that like people don't like because it's such a popular song people like i remember uh like like hey yeah like if you listen to hey yeah's lyrics it's like really depressing and it's about like the breakup of marriage but that's like a commonly known like trivia fact where i've never heard any mention of of closing time being about birth (laughs) true me me either yeah (laughs) but that's what i mean like it's I, it's not if someone told that to me and I didn't hear the artist say it I'd be like get the fuck out of here you white guilt bitch <laughs> like I ain't dealing with this shit okay I'm trying to I'm trying to enjoy a song alright yeah. but after hearing the story it's like whoa that's like that's pretty wild I mean yeah. it's shit he was going through while making it and my favorite part is when he was like you know talking to the EMT or whatever oh yeah like, oh yeah yes. I just heard your song that's pretty crazy and he's like oh fuck nice yeah, yeah. the song the song came the, the song came out on the same day that he took his child that the song was written about home from the hospital after a year of being in the hospital for being born premature it's wild it's absolutely really crazy Another thing, though, that I thought was really interesting about, uh, I guess, the podcast in general, but but that episode in particular was how they played, like, the individual pieces of the song, just, com- like, completely solo, like, mm, uh, yes. where he, he talked about how he, uh, like, the, the I guess the person who's running the recording session would just make him record, like, the chorus over, or, like, you know, I know who I want to take me home, like, just over and over and over again, and then hearing it, like, raw and hearing his voice crack, like, I actually, I literally felt like the hair on the back of my neck stand up because it did it just sounded like so like emotional and like yeah yeah i don't, know. I, I, I don't think i'm ever going to be able to uh listen to that song again and like not not think back to to this podcast episode basically yeah i, I agree that this that episode was for sure the like holy fuck like totally changed the meaning of the song for like the action bronson song I'm like yeah this is just a cool rap song like it still stands <laughs> it's a, as it's such. An action like, movie rap song. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. he, I, I don't know. It, it, I was almost hoping that the the guys on this episode were like, yeah, we just showed up to the recording studio and we were like, uh, I know who's gonna take me home, and we were like, it's like a song. You know? <laughs> just do it in one take. 
Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting, though. Like, uh, I guess we were talking about kind of like the whole creation process, but even like some of like the most memorable lines, like he said that he that was just something that like a bartender at a bar he used to go to would say. Uh, and then yeah, you uh, don't have to go home. You can't stay here. Yeah, like, you're just and like then, he just heard some guy say that once. He's like, I'll put it in a song. Exactly. Yeah. And then like actually, yeah. now every bartender like an, says that from like an email he had like these sixteen bars cost sixteen cars. Like that is a great line. <laughs> yeah. But he also yeah. didn't write it. <laughs> the funniest part is that someone was just emailing him like, Yo, action! I just came up with these amazing lyrics, <laughs> and then Ash Ross was like. Yeah, I'm taking those. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if people get writing credits that way, though. Uh, probably. I mean, he did bring yep. it up in the podcast. He was like, yeah, like, who the fuck? I mean, imagine the relationships you have with people. They're like, yo, I just came up with this hot line. This hot bar. <laughs> yo, I'm about to drop some bars on you via email specifically. It's like, what? I want to be in that email chain, dude. <laughs> I got some fucking hot lines over here. I, I believe it, though. Um I was listening to uh, uh, a podcast with the All Gas No Breaks guy, um, nice. and uh, he's, I forget who he's doing, but he's creating a TV show, and uh, he said that, like, he didn't, like, send an audition tape, like, they didn't do a demo, somebody just texted him, was like, let's do this, it was, like, some, some you know, head of some studio, so I feel like it's, and he was like, I think at some point, just, you reach a certain level, and everything, like, doesn't go through formal meetings and whatnot, it is just, like, text messages and emails going back and forth between these, yeah. these people. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I'm a little surprised on the TV show front, but for like lyrics and stuff, I'm sure you have a group of friends. All They're all rappers and you're all just like sending each other crazy shit. Like, Hey, if you can use this, try, you know, cause it, again, it, also that's the thing about music, which is crazy. It's such a collaborative effort. Every single podcast we listen to, they talked about like where they got inspiration. And it's never just like, Oh, I just came up with it. It's crazy how yeah. it's like this interest. Like people are always like nothing's unique anymore, but that's awesome because everything is influencing music, right? You're getting all these influences from all these crazy directions. And every episode we listened to, they talked about how they got influenced from somewhere else that you wouldn't expect. Like Thai, Thai, uh, Thai funk. Like who, who would have yeah, who ever thought to put that as a rap, you know, beat. I- I did just look it up, though. He is the only person on the writing credit for the song, I believe. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Action Bronson. <laughs> Asshole. No, I'm sure that's like, I, I don't know. I'm sure they like all steal from each other in that way. Yeah, probably. Sure. Or like Action Bronson just has a bunch of friends who are like, yo, just came up with these bars, brother. Hit it up. <laughs> and they're just pumped to hear him use anything that's even close to what hey. they sent him. Maybe he's like, uh, if, if you give me some good lyrics, then I'll take you on my next TV show to eat some really expensive he, I, ass food. Really <laughs> it would be worth every penny, dude. Because you'd be, you'd take a blunt to the face, not know where you are, and just be eat, devouring like food that's like way out of your price range. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> His raps are just suddenly all about food, just all about like really <laughs> food. Dude, he has a, he has a, he has a, a uh, one of his songs is called Do Rag vs Headband. Uh, he actually, I don't, don't ask me questions. I was hoping it was going to be that song. Cause a lot of the lyrics in that song, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but I own a BMW and one of the lyrics in the song is when I die, make sure you spread my blood on a BMW. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that your request, Andrew? If you die, is that we should take your no, ashes? No, and... no, Just throw my corpse in a dumpster. Oh, yeah, also, okay. how do you spread somebody somebody's blood like that? Like they have to have died with in the last. Fucking, like, they're like shit. With a butter knife. With a butter knife. God, that's ignorant. His, have you never spread someone's blood on a BMW before? Jeez. 
<laughs> anyway, right. in that Should song, we... in that song, they also say like he's like, I forgot the exact lyric, but he's like, "Fuck that's delicious on box set." Me and my homie eat feasting on ox legs or something like that. So what is he? What he, he shouts oh, it he's, out. He's already rapping about food. Oh yeah, he's already. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're there. He's on brand. <laughs> he's on brand at all times. It's all connected. Have you guys ever seen a picture of Action Bronson though? I no, I want to see it. Okay, I was gonna say, make sure you see what Action Bronson looks like. <laughs> Actually, that's a, yeah. The 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 one uh, last cool thing about the podcast, uh, I would say, is that they have art of all of the artists. Yeah, and it's cool. Episode. It it's is. really it's like cool. cool. Stylized art. I'm Wait. honestly surprised Action Bronson is still alive. If I'm being totally <laughs> specific with you guys. He looks like that guy from the Austin Powers movies. He's really not that far away. Oh wow. He. I feel like I'd seen pictures of his face, but uh, there's a picture of him like shirtless at a show. He's thick as he is, hell, he is, brother. He's a thick with several C's for sure. Apparently, he's getting in <laughs> shape. He lost 127 pounds recently. Maybe he got a Peloton. He definitely got a Peloton, dude. I would do. Are you kidding me? If there were like Action Bronson rides where he was like, "Yo, okay, so this is my next song. Uh, also, make sure you get off your bike real quick." In like this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they should get him to do a, a Peloton class. God, oh my god, funny. that'd be so motivating. He's just like rapping during the He's entire thing. He's like calling you out. Yeah. I think Action Bronze is one of those people who you look at him and you're like, you haven't been sober in years. <laughs> like fully 100% sober. This is a man who takes an edible before they go to bed, so when he wakes up, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm still stoned. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, before we diverge too far, should we get to some final thoughts? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Brian, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked uh, I really liked this podcast. I definitely want to listen to uh, more episodes. There's a ton of artists uh, uh, that are on, on the podcast list that I want to listen to. Um, it did make me think, though, uh, uh, I, I read this uh, story of uh, somebody who, uh, it was like a middle, middle school or high school student who wrote to all these like famous uh, like American literature authors and asked them if they had meant to put meaning into their works, and most of them said no. Yeah. Uh, they pretty much just wrote stories. Um, and so I think it's interesting to listen to, uh, obviously the, the semi-sonic, uh, closing <laughs> time was, he was like, I explicitly was putting meaning in every single song. Um, but and I, I'd be curious to hear what it's like for listening to more of it. But, uh, you know, the other two, they were like, yeah, we just like Peter Byrne and John are like, yeah, we made a, you know, just a song thinking about somebody like meeting up with somebody else at a bar. That's it. Yeah. It's the whole song. It's not that deep, <laughs> but it's good. I, I kind of like that though. It's like you know, it, nothing. It doesn't have to have explicit meaning. It just can be something that's relatable and common. You know. Yeah. I guess in that sense, it has meaning. But I, I yeah, I appreciate the same reason. What is what is meaning though? Really? What is? Meaning? <laughs> I I remember taking uh, AP Lit in high school, and we were reading Catcher in the Rye, which is one of my favorite books of all time. But I remember asking my teacher, I was like, you know, you keep saying they're injecting this symbolism are you sure you're not like you're not making it symbolism, symbolism? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't really mean anything because they brought it up one sentence and then it's gone so i feel like not every sentence has to have sp like specific symbolism and meaning he's like no 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 every single sentence i'm like okay that can't be fucking true <laughs> it's a whole book <laughs> anyway i appreciate when people are like no just wrote something that we do that happens yeah. you know yeah 
That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, Bronson is just yelling, so. <laughs> you don't know me! You don't know that's, me! That's what the song's about. There's no hidden meaning there. He's like, you literally don't know me. We have not met yet. Yeah. It's yeah. It's beautiful. Action Bronson's a beautiful man. A high, high beautiful man. Oh, am I going now? Me too? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. This This is a wonderful podcast. I think it's a winner for anyone. Totally easy listening. Short, crispy. Easy episodes. Oh my goodness! I could just eat, gobble those up, nonstop. I don't even give a fuck if I don't know the, like the, who the artist is. I just hit play. Fuck it. Maybe I'll find some new music I like. Uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy this. Super great suggestion from our listener Tessa. Uh, easy listening. I mean, this is like you can't even put it on the affiliation scale because there's not like a personality to put it under. So I yeah. won't even do that this time because it's just uninteresting. But it's just it's super good. I mean, like. If you like music, you can't go wrong. It's such easy listening. Just bang a few out. If you're bored and you just want something to put on. You know what I was doing? I was playing Overwatch and listening to these. It was great. It was like a great. I was getting fucked up by children in Overwatch. And like, <laughs> nice. This is all good. Uh, so it's easy to have on in the background while you're doing other shit. Super great podcast overall. I think if you could. I have a feeling that every episode has a level of quality that we found in these three. So And they, they have a ton. A ton, a ton, a ton of episodes. So, yeah, like almost. And they have a Netflix yeah. series. And they have a Netflix series. So you can just go fucking ape shit on this bad boy. Yep. Overall, great. Would recommend to anyone who likes music. And just, I mean, it's a solid, solid podcast. One of the more solid podcasts we've done, honestly. In in the spectrum of, like, short, sweet, and to the point. Non, it's, the op- it's the opposite of the Kanye podcast. Yes. Oh, <laughs> there you go. We went it's from like three-hour episodes to 17 minutes, baby. That was a huge transition for this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff? Yeah, no, I, it's it's such an awesome podcast. It's so unique, and it's kind of weird but really awesome to have a podcast where you really don't hear the host speak at all. He just like lets his guests do everything. And they seem to pull sound bits like straight from the recording studio or wherever. Like some of the stuff is like some of the raw audio from what they recorded. So if there's a song you really like, you like get the actual raw audio from it. That's really cool. It's just such a good idea. I bet the Netflix series is sweet. It's a sweet podcast. Yeah, I really liked it. I really also like that it's short. Like I wasn't getting, you know, it's not like I was bored by the end of the episode. But if it was like an hour of them talking about their song, I'd be like, all right, we get it. Yeah. But it's like it's like 15, 20 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah, super yeah. good. They they nailed nailed it like Nailed from it. a time front from information front like i said i wish they did offer that longer episode though where you could get yeah just raw full interview videos yeah because i bet you that'd be really interesting the questions they cut i'm sure there's some interesting answers that are like eh, it doesn't pertain to what we're looking for this episode i bet you they have a, i bet you they have an archive of incredible audio from some of these artists they could do like a like a song exploder of song exploder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't know anything about the host. Is he a music producer? Is he like a music expert? Yeah, or is he, he just like a dude people? that yeah, loves how, music? Yeah. How does he yeah. know these people? Because he started off really strong. I think he started off with like some big boys. Uh, yeah, 2014. He started with the Postal Service, which was a wow. huge band at the time. But I think it's the first podcast where I would just literally recommend it to anybody. Like, there's nobody that wouldn't like this podcast. It's yeah, it's awesome. The only the only people if if you like you know have you ever asked someone do you like music and they say no, I, I don't know, trust those that, people just on a baseline. It's, it's usually yeah. like what kind of music do you like? Yeah, exactly. Everyone likes music. That's what I'm saying. So and, and all genres are like are represented in his yes. uh, in his podcast yeah. archive. Absolutely, including classical. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Nicely cool. done. Nicely done. 
Harish Kesh. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm just going to edit in him saying his name each time. I feel like that would be better <laughs> for him, for us. I God, I'm a bad podcast host. I should have I should have no, done better. No, dude. You're just, you're just cutting it fast and loose. It's going to be like a, fast long, and loose. a long intro. It's just like three minutes just solidly of him repeating his name over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do we have? We're going to have Hayden back next week, and we're dumping Brian. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Right. Thanks, thanks Sorry, for Brian. having me. Yeah. No, next week we'll have a reply all, which I'm really excited about. That's a that's a podcast that talks about a lot of shit. That'll be a good one to get to. Yeah, reply all's fun. Well, Andrew, do you, do you have anything you want to leave us on? Uh, you know, Jeff, I I just want everyone to know that my Peloton gets here on Monday. <laughs> and yes, I'm more wealthy than you. Yes, I'm a better person than you. Yes, I'll be in better shape than you. And any thoughts or comments on those facts can be sent to tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me I on twitch.tv forward slash palandrew playing cyberpunk. What? I want one of our listeners to get a to get not a cyberpunk, a peloton and like race you. We'll have a race off. <laughs> oh, Anybody that can beat Andrew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one on one. Oh, shit. Dude, 1v1 right, one one me on peloton. You fucking. <laughs> <know>. <laughs>